Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We continue on the show now with Amy Deem, University of Miami Director of Track and Field. And Amy, always great to speak with you. And Amy's out in Oregon for the uh, Track and Field trials and you've been there for a little while Amy and you have University of Miami participants there as well what has it been like for you at the uh, uh, U.S. Olympic trials you know it's been great out here Joe it's it's um, you know track town USA so it's uh, it's just been a great environment especially being postponed for a year you know so many young people had dreams for last year and then COVID hit but you know we've been here for NCAA championships and then now um, right into the Olympic trials. And it, it's just, uh, it's a great experience for, for our track and field athletes just to not only compete at a great stadium, but also to practice and be around some of the best track and field athletes in the world. So I think it's great motivation for them because two of the three will be back with us next year um, and still have eligibility remaining. And then Michelle has a, an opportunity to make the Olympic team. So it's, it's been, uh, you know, it's been two and a half weeks living in a hotel, but it's still been a great experience. All right, so let's uh, talk about the trials for a minute before we get to uh, your season. Five Hurricanes made it to Eugene for the Olympic trials. Um, Michelle Atherley, you mentioned, has a chance for the Olympics. Isaiah Holmes, Alfredo Steele, Zakita Rashid. Uh, take us through, and uh, Debbie Ajabi also, take us through uh, their experience at the trials. Well, you know, um, you know, clearly we're biased in the U.S., but the U.S. team is the hardest team in the world to make, and there's so many great athletes. And, and if you make our trials, a lot of times you could probably make an Olympic team if you were in a different country. So I kind of set the stage that way because it is a very difficult team to make. So just to make the Olympic standard, um, to be one of the top you know, 24 athletes, give or take at the depending on the event um, in the U.S. Is, is great. You know, um, Debbie, like you mentioned, Isaiah and Frida all have um, eligibility. So for them, I think they're just going to grow as athletes and this experience. Debbie and um, Zakia um, didn't make the final, but they had a great, you know, both of them threw very, very well. And I think that um, both can, will continue in track and field, Debbie returning, and, and Z wants to try to be a professional athlete. The other three run this weekend or compete this weekend, and, um, and, and you know, they've been training hard, and they're looking forward to the experience and, and coming out here and finishing the season the, the best that they can. And then Michelle probably has the best opportunity to make the team. She's right at the Olympic standard and, and one of the top um, heptathletes in the U.S. right now. 
We've had some uh, pretty interesting athletes at the University of Miami this year, and Michelle Atherley is right at that top of that list, right? Maybe take us through some of her accomplishments. Well, yeah, she's a multiple-time um, ACC champion. She won the NCAA Indoor Pentathlon. She was just runner-up um, a couple weeks ago to um, another great heptathlete who happens to be at the NCAA Championships. But um, the young lady that beat her at the NCAA Championships is actually from Trinidad, so she won't be here at the trials. But there's great athletes here. She's she's just done so much for the University of Miami, so many accolades, both on and off the track. Um, just a great representation of not only our track and field program, but the University of Miami as a whole. Uh, you had a pretty uh, pretty darn solid season and postseason. You're, the women finished fourth. The men finished seventh. Highest placement for the men in the last five years. Uh, how proud are you of your team's accomplishments this season? No, we had a great year, and, and I think we meant when I talked to you earlier in the season, I'm just so proud of all of our student-athletes because our team came back in August, and they never let up the whole year. ACC um, outdoors for the women didn't go quite as well as we had hoped, but we had a lot of great performances, multiple ACC champions, and our men are just getting better, and um, I think we're even going to be stronger next year. We're bringing in a couple of new people. I think they're really going to help our team, so I'm just really proud of how they stayed focused how they you know they just kept working throughout the season had multiple all-americans out here you know and a couple that are still competing so just very proud of how they handled the year in general it's been a tough year for everybody and to have so many personal bests and and to do so many things as well or better than we've done in the past it's just i'm just really proud of them as a coach how have you been able to build a men's team for a long time uh track and field for the University of Miami. I'm not going to say it was an afterthought, but you had to use a lot of football players. But you've really invested a lot of time and energy and passion and made this, uh, you're turning this really into uh, a bona fide program. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been one of my longtime goals. And when I was fortunate to take over the men's program, it hasn't happened as quickly as I had hoped. But um, with the support of Blake and the administration, we've been able to, you know, really get out there. And, and there's a lot of young men we have, uh, you know, I can't really talk about, but we have several transfers on our team that are, that are very successful or going to be very successful. So I think that um, the next couple of years is really going to be, um, you know, I really think the men's program is going to keep building it and really get it turned around and get it to where we want it to be. Um, young men want to come to the University of Miami. We have a great brand. And um, so it's just up to us, to myself and the coaches, just to really identify these next, you know, the next couple of recruiting classes to kind of solidify the team and, and take them to where we want to go. Amy Deem is with us. Amy is in Eugene for the NCAAs and the U.S. trials. You mentioned three have a chance to make the Olympics. Michelle Athley has a chance to make the Olympics. What would that mean to your program to have Olympians on it? Oh, I mean, you know, it's always it's always uh, a positive from recruiting and, and just having that caliber of an athlete on your team. And, um, you know, it goes a long way in recruiting. It just, it just shows the development that our coaches are doing with the young people in our program. We've been fortunate to have multiple um, Olympic athletes over the years. And, and, you know, hopefully Michelle will be the next one. Track and field at the collegiate level is kind of a, uh, it's an interesting deal. Um, the competition throughout the country. You were just at the Nationals. Can you discuss why the competition is so difficult at the co at the collegiate level? 
I mean, we just, we have the best structure for track and field in the world. You know, no other, no other country combines academics and athletics um, at the level that we do. So it really provides opportunities. This country is very, very deep in track and field. And, um, you know, it's just, there's so many great teams, so many great coaches and, it's just, you know, it's just a great place for track. And, you know, it seems like track is always best known at, you know, the Olympic year, uh, swimming, diving, you know, those type of sports are always more, um, you know, more on TV, more noticeable those years. But every year, one of the best track meets in the world, you know, agents, people come from all over the world to look at, at the NCAA championships because of the, the level of talent that's at that competition. So you really have to... Um, you know, you have to you have to be a great athlete to be able to be one of the to be an All American. You know, at, at the NCAA level. Obviously, we have a lot of things going on in NCAA athletics. Uh, is there a uh, is the model that track and field has because you have Olympians uh, uh, and you you know we have this whole uh, discussion about amateurs and pros and you have Olympic athletes. Is there a a model in track and field? that maybe the NCAA should look at even more for the other sports? Um, you know, I, that's a good question. I never really gave it much thought. I, I do think that, um, you know, there's several sports that, that, you know, the U.S., the Olympic Committee really benefits from the collegiate system, the track and field. Um, but then again, you know, the, to make it as a professional athlete in this sport, there's not a lot of money out there. And so it's 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 a difficult transition. You know, you see the Allison Felixes of the world, but that's very, very, very small percentage of track and field athletes make it to that level and are able to sustain a living from track and field. So while the model is good, um, I think that, you know, the track and field athletes, most of them go to school to participate, to compete at a high level, get their education. And, you know, we're fortunate to have alumni that are doctors. You know, Lauren Williams, after her career, Olympic career, is now a very um, successful financial planner. So I do think that, you know, our sport does set you up to do great things in life, whether it's professional athletics or, you know, just being – a, a professional in the world. You mentioned Allison Felix. She's one of my favorites, and she she won again. She's going back to the Olympics uh, after having a baby. She's a great story, isn't she? Yes, there's quite a few young women out here, uh, both the first and second place women in the 400. Um, both have young children. So what great role models for women in this country and women in sport that you can, you know, you can excel in your profession and also be a mother and, and have a family. So it's a great story, and, and we're fortunate in, in women's track and field to have um, not just Allison, but several that, that are mothers and are exceeding at, are succeeding at the Olympic level. You have coached the Olympians. The Olympians. You have coached at the Olympics. Uh, you're at the trials. What kind of team, track and field team, do you think we're going to take to the Olympics this year? Oh, I think you know it, this team's going to be very exciting. I think you know you got a lot of you got Allison, who's now on her fifth Olympic team. I was fortunate to work with her many years when I was the 2012 Olympic coach, um, just a great young woman, but, and then you've got a, you know, a, a new group of athletes coming in kind of a changing of the guards in this Olympic game. So it's going to be exciting. We have, you know, in the women's hundred, we have three brand new people going to the, 
to the Olympic Games. And so it, it, it's going to be exciting with a good mix of old and new. So, uh, But I think our team is very strong. Um, these athletes are very hungry. They've waited a year for this. And um, so, and I think the ones that have prevailed and made the team are going to go to Tokyo and be very successful. And uh, just to wrap this up one more time, this is a big week for University of Miami athletes with a chance to go to Tokyo. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So uh, turn in, turn in to NBC and NBC Sports. And uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's going to be some great track and field. All right. So we'll be rooting for the Hurricanes to make it to Tokyo. As always, Amy, it's great to speak with you. Congrats on another, congrats on another fine season. Thanks, Joe. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.